stop the party on account of us. Human mind, 600 miles of synaptic fiber, five and a half ounces of cranial fluid, 1,500 grams of complex neural matter, a three-pound pile of dreams. But I'll tell you what it really is. It's the ultimate battlefield and the ultimate weapon. The wars of this modern age, this psychic age, are fought somewhere between these damp, curvaceous undulations. From this day forward, you are all psychic soldiers, paranormal paratroopers, mental marines who are about to ship out on the adventure of their lives. This is our beachhead, and this is your landing craft. You shall engage the enemy in his own mentality. You shall chase his dreams. You shall fight his demons. You shall live his nightmares. And those of you who fight well, you will find yourselves on the path to becoming international secret agents. In other words, psychonauts. The rest of you will die. Army! <laughs> He's an army man. I have no idea what you just referenced. Oh, that's the uh, opening speech from Psychonauts 1. Oh, okay. I Okay, I, I recognize the name, I think. I didn't recognize- I, I only recognized the name at the end. I didn't realize there was this whole speech. This guy oh, says Oh, that, that, gotcha, oh. gotcha, gotcha. I recognize that now. I don't really know much about Psychonauts. I have a mutual who is into it, so that's the only thing I know. You go into people's think- brains? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's okay. like the entire thing is that you okay. go into people's brains. Okay, that makes sense, considering the name. Astronauts, but for the psyche. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. You chase his dreams, you shall fight his demons, you shall live his nightmares. Gotcha. They're pirates, and that's the joke. Gotcha. <laughs> I getcha, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy. I'm our pronouncer, she and they. I'm Lava, they, them. And also, we have a guest. Reintroduce yourself as you'd like to be reintroduced. I'm the Charlie Man, and I'm the best at the jinky. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Have you missed me? I'm back on the podcast. Welcome same back. pronoun, same me. He well, hit us again with them one more time, just in case. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my photos are he, him, and see, sir. Different order than normal. Yes. You feeling feeling a bit different about them? Mm, there's some days I'm feeling a bit more he <laughs> today. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're we're here. Uh, there's no Scooby news. I I'm thinking about Psychonauts because I've been watching a lot of Psychonauts recently. Most of the way through watching Psychonauts too. Oh yeah, Lava. I do think you might actually enjoy Psychonauts if you like watch the playthrough. I probably will. It's just a matter of finding the right, you know, playthrough. Mm-hmm. 
I have been watching the Holly Hollowtones ones. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, she like there's some things where I'm like, all right, um, I'll just tune out for a bit because this bit's a very extended. Just I'm gonna keep mashing this button so way Raz keeps saying, "This looks like this guy needs a duffel bag tag." Um, I made that joke on prepod. Um, yes. Which that prepod might come out the same time as this episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> the joke is emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, continuing this bit, just so I can keep talking about Psychonauts for a little bit. Another reason I think you might like it, Lava, mm-hmm. um, is that the main character is voiced by um, uh, Richard Horvitz. Really? Zim. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and spoilers for Psychonauts 2, uh-huh. real quick. One of the powers you get lets you um, project an aspect of your personality Ooh. <laughs> as like a little like buddy that's made out of paper. Oh my god, that's Ooh. adorable. Uh, and the little buddy made out of paper is voiced by the voice actor who does Gur. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. And that's very funny. That's incredible. I love that. It's good. Okay, um, that's enough of me talking about this video game. That'll be, like, a month old by the time this episode goes up. But Pop is still being played by people. Yeah, you can play it for free on, if you have, well, quote, for free if you have Game Pass, because you have to pay for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it, I had it installed, and then I remembered the first level involves teeth, ah. and I was like, hmm, mm, I'm not sure how well that's done, so I'm gonna watch it instead. Yeah. It seems like I probably would have been fine if I played it, but I wouldn't have known. So, mm-hmm. anyways, we're here to talk about Scooby-Doo and not Psychonauts. Yeah. We're here to talk um, about ghost pirates, not Psyche pirates. Yes. They're they're like, they're like agents. They're not like pirates. They're like spies. Gotcha. Um, anyways. Sounds like something no a pirate news. would say. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> but yes, you were saying there's no news. Oh, spy pirates. Hold on. Is that anything? Because that. Hmm. I mean, could it be something? Did spy kids ever go on a ship? They probably have. I didn't keep up with the series. There's like four of those, right? There's like Maybe there's a, five. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. There's, there's a lot. I don't think I watched the three D movie because at the time I was very um. Uh, I disliked the idea of a 3D movie of anything because mm-hmm. it was a gimmick that I did not appreciate I've at the time. Spy Kids 3D game over a few times. Yeah, they're fine. Um, apparently there are four of them, uh-huh. and one of them is called Spy Kids All the Time in the World, and that is the fourth one. Gotcha. Which oh. came out um several years after the third one. Yeah, I just remembered our uh, our plans regarding Spy Kids, mm-hmm. in which there Your are more plans? than four of them. Uh, in January of 2021, it was announced that Skydance Media and Spyglass Media Group were developing a reboot of the series, with Robert Rodriguez returning to write and direct. Ooh. The film will reportedly follow a multicultural family, which that Ooh. tracks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and there was that TV show on Netflix. There's a Spy a TV Kids show? TV show? Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I had two seasons of 20 episodes. What? Called Spy Kids Mission Critical. Huh? Is it still there? It's probably still on Netflix. I think it's, it's probably a Netflix over. special. Netflix. Yeah, it's like a Netflix original series. Huh. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. You were the first thing I that popped up. So 
check. Oh yeah, look at these. I recognize one of the kids in oh, this. Uh, but I don't remember where I I know her from. Machete is in Sp- the Spy Kids TV show, but does not talk. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's all I have to say about Spy Kids, I guess. Um. Any. Anyways, we're here to talk about Scooby Doo. Yeah, let's actually talk about Scooby Doo. There's there's no news to report other than the movie comes out this month. Um, after this recording, but before it goes up, then the new movie being the one that has Courage the Cowardly Dog. In it. Yeah. Straight out of nowhere is what it is called. Mm-hmm. That's this a good is the name. First time that Coward and Scooby are crossing over. There were some crossover, like, um... Promos. Cartoon, like, yeah, television mm, bumpers. Okay. bumpers. Bumpers? Bumpers. Bumpers yeah. with an R. In, in the sense of they were in the same city as a content. Okay. Oh, no, no, there was, like, um, like a, a more specific crossover oh, between there? the two. Okay, yeah, yeah I could it. see that, considering that they did, like, a whole bunch of different crossovers with Scooby-Doo in that vein. I just didn't realize they did it with Courage. That makes sense. They always seem like something that could cross over, you know? Because mm-hmm. they both have dogs and spooky things. They do both have dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd have to, like, go digging, digging. But, yeah, I'd have to I'd do more digging than I actually can do right now. Because it's old television commercials, which mm. take a while to find. Yeah. Uh, but we do have questions. Yes. Several questions from one person. Only the one person. Um, from Tanner, who, I don't know if their display name is supposed to be a Thanksgiving thing or not. What? Their display name, well, their regular handle is at Sparky Upstart. Their display name is Tannerberry Jam Sauce. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna Google Jam Sauce. That's not a U. Um... I mean, jam sauce is really just sort of like any jam sort of liquefied more, it seems. Hmm. Hmm. The, the jury is out. Uh, anyways, their first question is, can Velma play the theremin? Yes. The theremin is so cool. <laughs> and what that is. Okay, so the theremin is basically like this weird instrument that you look at it and you see a video on it and you think that is fake as heck. Mm. Here, I'm going to send you a picture of what one looks like. It's not fake. It's actually a real instrument. And it's the coolest thing. It's like you're you're playing the airwaves or vibrations or something. I didn't actually look into it. I just stared in awe of the video. But it's basically like there aren't any keys or anything like that. But your hand movements correspond to the music you're going to play. Like, you know, a regular instrument, but there's nothing to press. Here's how, this is what it looks like when you play it. It's wild. It's like all like scientific coolness and sci-fi, basically. And I think Velma would absolutely love it. I agree. Yeah. So yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. uh, If Shaggy had a nobody, what would his name be? The answer is Haxig. That's H-A-X-S-Y-G-G. Haxig. Oh, that is, of course, one. assuming it's a, a nobody that's, you know, has got the, uh, the, I don't want to, f- should I, should I say the thing that it is called? You can? Yes. I don't know what well, you're talking about, so. It's, This is um, a Kingdom Hearts thing, right? It's a Kingdom thing, Hearts right? thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Kingdom Hearts thing. 
uh, the recusant sigil. Recusant sigil. I mean, have we met a nobody that doesn't have it? Uh, nominee. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I feel like there's another one that I know. I just don't remember. Nominee's such a weird case because also like she's also the only nobody that we know that doesn't have like isn't like we arranged from Kyrie's name. Yeah. It's weird, huh? Anyways, let's not think about Kingdom Hearts. I I would love to think about Kingdom Hearts, but not right now. I mean, I love to think of, I was listening to the new episode of Kingdom Hearts, so I always think about Kingdom Hearts, but it's not. This is not the time. Uh, would Scooby-Doo change typing if Mega evolved? Did we yes. ever determine what type Scooby was? I don't think we did. Um, I like to think he's just normal. Yeah. He's just a normal dog. He's just okay. a normal dog. But if he mega evolves, he gets fairy. You said typing, and my first thought was like typing on a keyboard, and I'm like, why would his typing change if he mega evolves? He mega evolves and he gets fingers. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. This shows where my brain is at today. So I have an interesting idea. And this is leaning Mm -hmm. into the fact that this has happened before whenever the boys eat chili peppers normal fight uh normal fire oh that's a pretty good one yeah i could see that too normal or ghost like, to be normal dragon wait normal ghost one? would be hilarious <laughs> yes that would be hysterical because he got scared to death yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> jumping out of his own skin Ooh, skeleton dog skeleton dog skeleton dog <gasps> Oh, so I put up that uh, VOD, and I <laughs> just got an email saying that account that that video has been blocked. Why? <laughs> um. Be- okay. So, just so everybody knows, I've been doing Pokemon streams, which mm-hmm. is relevant. Um, and at the beginning of each stream, I have the pre-show like music, sort of just being a different game on my Switch, just like the intro music to that. Uh-huh. Um, only this last time I just opened up Pokemon TV and started playing an episode of Pokemon Journeys. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> but it was just the audio. That, it still counts. Huh. I know, but it's very funny just how immediately that got blocked. Oh, yeah. With yeah. no kind of distortion, you, that, it's gonna, yeah. Yeah. They catch it's that just, immediately. It was very funny. You'll probably have to trim it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was all in the pre-show, so it would have been fine. Yeah. They're, 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 um... Very on top of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I wonder if that... Hold on. Let me see if I can still watch it. Is that video... Oh, I need to see if the video is still up or if it's just been, like, claimed where I won't get any stuff from it. Sorry, I'm doing this live on the air. Oh, it's still being processed, even. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I'll have to do that later. I'll have to figure all this out. All right. Anyways. Next question and final question that we have here. Would Fred do a promposal for Daphne and what would it look like and would she say yes? First things first, she would say yes. Yes. Um, I think it's a trap, obviously. I was literally about to say that. (laughs) I think she, like, walks out to go to school or whatever and steps in a snare trap. Captured audience. uh, That not only is a snare trap, but then, like, swivels her over into an enclosed space where the lights kick on and there's, like, a a big sign. That's incredible. (laughs) The sign is not upside down, so she does have to try to get out of the trap first in order to read it properly. 
Or would the sign be upside down, actually? Hold on. It depends hmm. on if Velma was the one to help set up the trap. Because yeah. I feel like Velma would think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> it's a pretty good thought. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no? Oh, no. It doesn't work. Scooby doesn't and work. Shaggy end up in the trap. Oh. <laughs> because that's what they do. <laughs> it is true. I'm trying to decide if they would jokingly be like, of course I'll go to prom with you. <laughs> they might. That'd be yeah, really probably. funny. Yeah, group hang. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm gonna do my question now, because I'm also still thinking about Psychonauts. My question is, um, if each of the gang had a psychic power, which would it be? Oh. Uh, I suppose I will have to give you an example of the psychic powers in the game, though. Yes. Um, I mean, there's stuff, obviously, like telekinesis, which is, you know, picking stuff up. There is, uh, levitation, which in Psychonauts usually, uh, manifests as running around on a big ball. <laughs> That can huh. turn into a balloon to help you glide from large heights. Oh. Um, but sometimes people do just regularly float. Uh, there is hydrokinesis, pyrokinesis, um, clairvoyancy, which lets you see the world from others' points of view and not, like, seeing the future. Different kind of thing. Let's see. There's, uh, there's the one I said earlier about projection. I know, stuff like that. Hmm. Oh, zoolinguis- zoolingualism. Oh, isn't that just the, talking speaking to-, to... Speaking to animals. Okay, so that's Scooby. Oh, I was gonna uh, give that to Shaggy, but no, I see no, it works. It's funnier if it's Scooby, because that means that he's <laughs> talking to animals. And the animals yeah. are humans. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... I was gonna give this to Scooby and Shaggy as a concept, but I, I feel like it'll fit with Shaggy, is that the the one where it's um, uh, levitating objects because telekinesis that one then he can uh, bring food to his mouth yes mm-hmm. I was oh it's like that meme where the guy's touching the sides of his face and the sa- <laughs> like the piece of pizza is just floating in front of him. yes I was gonna make that joke I'm like it's gonna be telekinesis because of that meme <laughs> gonna just drop it in the chat again real quick <laughs> it's so good. Yes. yes! Yes, that one! That exactly! <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, um, I feel like I'd give Velma either uh, uh, the power to... Uh, maybe clairvoyancy? I don't know. It's a good... Something about maybe seeing through walls, seeing through objects. Um, I, X-ray vision, I guess, is what I'm thinking of. But that might not be count as psychic powers. Um trying to see if there's anything good on this list that i could bring up uh let's anything good on the uh, list i'm looking um clairvoyancy is pretty good for film but i don't think it's quite right hmm uh who would get invisibility that is one of them okay. uh, it's only in the first one though they did not bring it back for the second one me i'm so bad at this i almost want to say daffy yeah but Maybe not. I think Fred should have levitation so he can get up to higher places to make traps there. That that would work. Have a better okay. I, I want to also just give Daphne pyrokinesis. 
No reason. Yeah, I think Daphne just has pyrokinesis. Daphne yes. just has pyrokinesis. No, I, I, I feel that 100% that Daphne has pyrokinesis. <laughs> Sorry, I posted in the chat the, what the projection looks like. Oh! <gasps> oh it's adorable! He's just That's a little so paper cute. man. A little oh. guy. That's so cute. Um, okay, I think Velma's is the power of mental connection, which is using the game to connect ideas to put together thoughts. Um, usually you do it in someone else's brain to make them think things, but I think she would use it on her own brain as sort of like a, uh, you know, a, a board, a cork board with string. <laughs> Perfect. Anyways, that, that's that was my question yeah. that I wanted to add. It works. Um, I think that's it, except for talking about the movie now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a thing that we were supposed to do. Yeah. The thing that we do every month. Yeah. The thing we're, that we're here for. Yeah. We've only missed one month. Yeah. And that was early on, too. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first, first year holiday season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna have to bleep that now, Charlie. Is that that enough? Yes, it's a curse word. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll be more careful. Darn. <laughs> oh, beans. <laughs> Jinkies. Jinkies. <laughs> uh, okay, so the movie we watched was Lego Scooby-Doo Blowout Beach Blast. I think. No, Bash, not Blast. Yeah. I will say, when I was writing my notes, I did kept writing Blast, and then I'm like, that's not the right word. Yeah. If this was if this was a Nicktoons movie, it would be Blowout blow Beach Blast, but no, yeah. it is Bash. Yeah. Bash, which we find which... out will be a name of someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it was released digitally on July 11th, 2017, and on DVD and Blu-ray on July 25th of 2017. It was directed by Ethan Spaulding and written by Emily Brunage and Aaron Preacher. Featuring the voice acting talents of... Oh, this is not a full list. It's the full list of all the voice actors, I think. But all of the characters they play is not. I added one because I recognized it, like, for sure. Um, but I know, for example, Tom Kenny voices more than one character. Mm-hmm. We have Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers, Kate McCucci as Velma Dinkley, Great Lyle Griffin as Daphne Blake, the ghost of Bingo Bell, and Laura Holdout, Jeff Bennett as the deputy and the museum tour guide, Kate Higgins as Brenda, Josh Keaton as Chad Holdout and Tommy, Tom Kenny as Rob Holdout, Natalie Lander as Chrissy Holdout, Jack McBrayer as police officer, Kevin Michael Richardson as Ghost of Captain Bash and Sheriff. Fred Tatasciore as Dwight Monkfish. Iqbal Theba as, or actually, I don't know if that's supposed to be a hard, like a, a TH or like a, a silent H, like Teba. Might be Teba as Dr. Najib. Oh, and uh, Hinden Walsh as uh, Mitzi Capoletto. Um, Jack McBrayer is. Um, that's Fix It Felix. Yeah. He's in this movie. And Wander. Oh. Wander in, from Wander Over Yonder. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I heard his I heard his voice and I was like, oh, it's you. Hi. It's nice to hear him again. It's been a while. Uh, so we start with the plane from the last movie, or at the very least, it looks very similar. The one that was made out of mystery machine parts. Mm. Oh, Or at least yeah. painted to look like it. Uh, it's flying over a beach with a sign that says Blowout Beach Bingo Bash. 
And we have some California teens having a musical number on a boardwalk, and it goes on for a little too long for the beginning of the movie. Yeah, the fact is, we don't know any of these characters, and we don't care about any of these characters, so the fact that We know that one of them's named Brenda, one of them's named Tommy. Yeah. Yep. Um, but as soon as we get done with their random dance party, uh, we cut to a very sudden cut. The, the second From, cut is they see something approaching and they're like, oh no, it's... And, and then it cuts we cut to, to the gang yeah. who are finishing up a mystery at a museum. Yeah, they un- unmasked the previously mentioned Dr. Najib as a mummy man at a museum. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the cop, the, the police officer, makes a joke about being incompetent. Or makes several jokes about being incompetent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it will continue. Yes. <laughs> um... Uh, Shaggy suggests they go somewhere sunny to have fun, and Velma makes a corn and maize joke. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was very good. Um, the police officer tells them about the beach bash that is occurring. Yes, the bingo bash. Yeah. Um. So they go. Yeah, they just go. Uh, they drive there, and Velma is planning out everything so they can have the maximum amount of fun using a guidebook. Yeah, Fred is also uh, joining Velma and having that kind of squarish pro-scheduling attitude. Yeah, yes. I kind of like that for Fred, actually. I do, too. I do, too. He makes a joke saying schedules are one of his favorite plans right up there with blueprints and building. uh, (laughs) Schematics. Schematics, which is very funny. (laughs) Yeah. We also see that Fred is like an absolutely terrible driver. Like He's Mm -hmm. constantly looking away from the road and swerving into the other lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're starting to develop a plot point of Fred and Velma are not fun, and Daphne and Shaggy and Scooby are very fun. Yes. Yep. And so Velma and Fred decide, all right, we're going to prove that we can have fun by becoming the Bash Captains. Yeah. Because that's the thing, it's like the, the prom king and queen. Yeah. At uh, the end of the three days. Sh- Shaggy, I think, is the one who's skeptical. Skeptical? And asks Fred what the last thing he did that was fun was. Yes. And it was reading a book on the history of Nets. Proving Shaggy's point. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the intro plays is just them dancing over some multicolored beach backgrounds. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a very cute opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the roads are empty as they approach closer to the town. And even the boardwalk is also empty as Daphne is getting wicked bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they decide to just go and check into the hotel, and as they walk in, a couple of teens from the beginning are leaving, and Fred, for the first time in this movie, does say something along the lines of, pardon me, my fellow teens. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, very funny to have Frank Welker say. Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? Yes, exactly. Um, We find out that they're was a reason why the place is abandoned and it is due to pirates. Yeah, the owners of the uh, the hotel, Rob and Laura Holdout, are uh, also own all the portwalk attractions. Uh, are just like, yeah, everybody's afraid of the pirates. They were ghost pirates. They chased the teens off. Yep. And the king was like, alright, let's get uh, two rooms then. And they're like, well, there's only the one room. Yeah. And then someone else is checking out as they run away. Yeah. Well, yeah. now there's two rooms. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. You know it- oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's weird that there is no rooms available if everyone's like leaving. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> who's They're in those other rooms? Inside. Oh, okay. 
Um, Velma, upon hearing about the ghost pirates, is very interested, uh, but is determined to have fun, so she's going to ignore it. It's like, no, I can't, I can't solve the mystery. I'm here to have fun and have a good time. And Fred's like, yeah, we're here to be captains of the Bash. And it's like, oh, well, uh, our yeah. kids were last year's captains, yeah. but it's not going to be any captains this year because pirates stole the hats. Yeah. The hats are important, even though they're just regular pirate hats. Yep. There's just it's, hats. It's part of the tradition, okay? It's very important they have these specific hats. However, okay, I'm going to mention something that might be spoilers, but I don't know for sure. The hats are... Okay, we haven't actually gotten into the backstory yet, so I might wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. about to come up. Uh, Velma and Fred have to solve this mystery in order to become the captains, and Chad and Chrissy hear about this and are being rude about it. Chad and Chrissy are their kids, I think yes. I may have said before. Uh, they're just being really rude because they're, they're going to be the captains rude. again. Yeah. Um, they're very conceited. And they go to a place called the Octo Rock Lounge. That is two words, Octo and Rock, not Octo Rock. It's three words. Call Scooby a strange well, dog. Oh, I'm talking about the Octo no, Rock gotcha. part. Yeah. Uh, yes, and they, they look at Scooby's collar and say, what's the SD stand for? Strange, strange dog. dog. <laughs> How rude. Um... The parents excuse their children and say, listen, they've had a bad attitude since they won those hats. Maybe it's a good thing the pirates stole them. Yeah. Uh, And then we get the backstory because there's a painting of the pirates, Bonnie Bingo Bell and Captain Brutamore Bash. Mm -hmm. They were in the guidebook that Velma read on the way here. And on their ship, the Salty Brick. Yes, the Salty Brick. Which has, what is the, the, the header of a ship called? I actually forgot. The figure head, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it's is just it figure a figure head. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think it's a figure head. It's figure yeah. something. It is the Roman goddess Aurora. And they talk about the Jolly Roger. I do think that it was going to be more relevant. It's not. <laughs> it is a little relevant. It actually is oh, extremely yeah. relevant. Is it? Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. I, uh, it comes up. It comes okay. up in a, in a relatively big way. Not big, yep. big, mystery big, but big for the plot of the movie big. Mm hmm. Um, uh, Rob is a local historian and tells them about the first Bingo Bash. So back in pirate times, Bingo yes. and Bash had just raided the Duchess de Chislov's, uh ships and laid low at Blowout Beach, a safe haven for pirate folk that looks a lot like Tortuga from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pirates put secret tunnels everywhere for smuggling, and then the the couple uh, of actual Rob and Laura bicker for a bit uh, in the middle of the story. The pirates threw a three-day party about because of how much they brought in and on the third day a navy ship captained by the duchess's nephew comes to arrest bingo and bash only they weren't bingo and bash just teens that bingo and bash had given their hats to in order to fool the commodore and while he's distracted bingo and bash sink the navy vessel but then there was another armada of navy vessels waiting for them led by the duchess's uncle admiral de Chislob, uh who arrested all of the crew except for bingo and bash who disappeared with the treasure never to be seen again as the story ends, the cops come in to arrest Rob and Laura in the real non-story mode. Yes. Uh, because a man named Mr. Monkfish claims that they are responsible for the pirates. He claims that they're trying to scare away his business because he owns the pier, not to be confused for the boardwalk. Are piers and boardwalks two different things? Yes. Yeah. The boardwalk is not on the, the wood part that goes out over the water. Oh, see, I I just thought they were like essentially the same thing with just this different names. I didn't realize they were specifically two separate things. Yeah, it's I think why he why Monkfish wants um like the entire thing to be all peers, just ah. nothing but peers, nothing but peers. 
The ocean is rising and the peers will be there to meet them. I have a suggestion. (laughs) Regarding the Uh hats. Yes. The hats are the original hats. Yeah, I think so. I I mean, that's what what the pirates say is the pirates stole the hats because they wanted their hats back. Yeah. They were pretty nice hats. Yeah. I'm surprised they've survived as well as they have. I mean, it is Lego. It is Lego. It's just plastic. It is just plastic. Plastic lasts a long time. Yeah. Un- unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Although I think uh, Lego is now working to make their uh, pieces uh, biodegradable. biodegradable. I yeah, believe maybe. so. Plant-based Legos. Yeah. Um, so Fred uh, offers to help the sheriff with solving the mystery. And- oh, hold on. Oh. We got we, we to gotta finish talking about the bunkfish stuff. Okay. Um, Rob and Laura get angry that he's blaming them and actually say, well, you've been after our property since you came to town, so maybe it was you who was the pirate. And he's like, why would I be a pirate when I'm opening a new roller coaster tomorrow? Um, and then Monkfish gives the gang free tickets, but not to Scooby because there's no dogs allowed. Uh, they, they all leave and there are no arrests made. And this is when Fred chops the sheriff. Yes, so... Uh, the Fred offers to help the sheriff with solving the mystery of what's going on, and the sheriff immediately implicates himself and his partner by saying they'd actually prefer to have less tourists around the place. Mm-hmm. Like, he does yeah, not like tourists. There's not any inves- investigation even happening. He's like, investigation? It's probably just a teen blowing off steam. Yeah. Um, the gang decide to split up to try to look for clues on what's going on. And mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby head to the Salty Brick, which, according to Velma's guidebook, has a snack bar. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby head over there, and it's just a museum, and they're very bored. And according to the uh, tour guide, the snack bar was replaced with an exhibit on barrels. What's <laughs> with Scooby-Doo movies loving to put museums on boats? Uh, you know... Because they did it in that last live-action movie we watched. Did they? Yeah. Boats are just ideal for museums. Like in, who, doesn't around. Want a muse- who doesn't want a museum that's on water? I mean, it's actually really not ideal to have any form of water around museum pieces. No. Mm-hmm. It's, like, bad. There is a funny joke where uh, once Shaggy and Scooby realizes that there's no snack bar... Yes, the uh, snack bar was replaced by yeah. a barrel exhibit. They're like, hey, can we just, like, go? And the two guys, like, well, it, out of respect to, you, uh, to the other, uh... Members of your tour group. The, the tour group. And they look around, they're like, no one else is here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and now I'm here to tell you 42 different facts about portholes. There's still four hours left in the tour. Uh, you see, portholes are referred to as portholes, regardless of whether or not they are on the port or starboard side of the ship. Sco- Scooby and Shaggy bounce. Yeah, they go they, off looking for They go food. find a galley. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the Octorock Lounge, um, Fred and Velma arrive, and it's actually uh, really They're in quiet. vacation clothes. They're in vacation clothes, yeah. Yeah. And it's very quiet in this lounge. Charlie, I know you actually own the shirt that Velma is wearing in this scene. <laughs> I do own that shirt. I could cosplay as Lego uh, Beach I think I Velma. bought that shirt for you. Nice. I'm pretty sure you did. 
That makes sense. Yeah, because it was a shirt you bought for me when I visited you several yeah, years ago. I bought it, yeah, I bought it before you came to visit. I just had it on my wall for a while. I'm looking, at it. I'm looking at it right now. I have it in my hands. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's just kind of sad. The music's quiet. And Fred tries to get things going by saying Ahoy mateys, which causes everyone to freak out because pirates. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were just traumatized by Fred. pirates. For a cabal, which was attacked the other day. <laughs> yeah. They, Not even the other day, earlier today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Earlier <laughs> today, even. That's, a, that's worse. Yeah. Um, Fred also tries to strike up a conversation by telling a joke about, what was it, nets? Yeah, yeah. he's like, you want to know a funny story about a net trap? Yeah. yeah. Um, it does not work, and everybody moves away from them. And Chad and Chrissy are also there, and they're being rude. Yeah, they try to talk to Chad and Chrissy, and they don't remember them, uh, but they remember uh, Strange Dog. Strange Dog. They do. Um, <laughs> Could you forget Scooby? Yeah. They continue to be rude in that teenager popularity way. Mm-hmm. Buzz, um, buzz, buzz, yeah. buzz, shoe buzz. fly, shoe. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Um, uh, so, meanwhile, Daphne is at the pier being told about wasabi corn dogs. That doesn't sound appealing to me. Why would well, because you, was... you don't like spicy foods. I, I don't. <laughs> That's true. I, would, I wouldn't mind, like, a wasabi-infused cornmeal batter that mm. you, you could put on a corn dog. That seems like it could be pretty good. Okay. What, what about just wasabi on the corn dog straight up like ketchup? Uh, I would have to only have a little bit on, like, a large bite. Hmm. wasabi goes a long way for me um what i thought when he was talking yes, about infusing yes, the corn dogs yes, with things with wagyu what wagyu oh okay i thought you were on the same wavelength with me for some reason when he was starting to talk about it and we was trying to find a w word i thought are you are you talking about the japanese beef that's like really expensive um, oh yeah but- no that would have made sense I, I was talking before you even started doing the w bit he was talking about, like yeah we've got corn dogs and they're infused with it. and i was like please do not say CBD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the kind of joke that this movie would make, though. It's not, and it's also a movie from 2017. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Even more so. Uh. CBD corn dogs. I'm sure that could. It's probably a thing somewhere. Ignore. I'm going to cut where I said the name of a, a website domain. Okay. You don't need to talk about CBD corn dogs. Yeah. Um, so the owner, Mr. Monkfish, is, uh, telling Daphne about his plan to change the entire boardwalk into piers. Mm-hmm. Piers for the whole place. Mm-hmm. The water level's rising, and the piers will be there to meet it. Yeah. Yep. It'll be like that, uh, that city in Pokemon Generation 3, the, the, the Rivian Sapphire games, Pacifilog Town. Oh! A town made out of floating logs. Yeah. Isn't that the town where you, like, had, like... You can only find it sometimes, or am I thinking of a different town? I think you're thinking no, of you're thinking town. of the Mirage Tower in the desert. Are you sure? I felt like there was a like a town like on the water in one of the Pokemon games that you could only find sometimes. You Did are make the- likely right. That sounds very familiar, and I think it was even in uh, Generation 3, but I could not tell you the actual name of it off the, the top of my head. The thing in Generation 3 that was only sometimes was the Mirage Tower. Is that, sure? Wasn't that on the ocean? Was that no, not was- on the ocean? Oh, wait. No, no, okay. that was in the desert. Okay, no, but was... then there were two places because I distinctly remember there being a uh, an island 
in Generation 3 specifically, because I know that there was a million uh, Mirage Islands in Generation 6. Oh, yeah, there's Mirage Island, not but, the but Mirage Tower. There's something there's- specific. Uh, it, yeah, it's Mirage Island. Okay. He's seen looking out from Mirage Island and will shout on excitement on days that it appears. Every day, the game generates a random number between 0 and 6,500... Or sorry, no. That's what it is. 65,535. If this number matches the personality values of any of the Pokemon in the player's party, Mirage Island will be accessible that day. Yeah, that, that okay, was Generation yeah. 3. Gotta love them. Uh, and in the Gen 6 remakes, uh, they- it just tells you where Mirage spots are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. The only one that was uh, particularly a pain was uh, Cresselia Island, which only showed up every once in a while. I um, remember... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I only remember because I never could find Mirage Island, like, no matter how long I played the game, back when it first came out, I'm like, I'm never going to find this island. Yeah. It was it was deliberately meant as a weird, yeah, uh, inaccessible kind of thing. Because that was just what they did back then. They did weird uh, stuff to where you would be like, that doesn't sound right on the playground. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're, you're lying to me. Why would I need a relicanth and a whale lord? <laughs> it's so arbitrary and weird. I love Pokemon Generation 3. Uh, it's such a good generation. <laughs> yes, I love it so much. It was my about favorite. The depo- I'm also thinking about the remix. I'm also th- I think about the Delta episode and the implication that there are two different, like, timeline universes of the pokemon franchise they never went anywhere with it it's just so sad well they did kind of go somewhere with it with like the ultra beast stuff because the annabelle is a follower that's true yeah because they just didn't give me more i crave more yeah i i feel like we would have gotten a lot more if they'd ever actually done a third version of x and y or even Mm. if they'd done like a third imagine if they'd done emerald over Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, they kind of covered what they would do with that in, I think, the Delta episode, but yeah. Um, but also, just like, um, oh, the, like, the impli- I always read it as, like, that alternate universe that didn't have Mega Evolution was the original games that yeah. came out. that's what I always thought. And so, like, the idea of, like, oh yeah, you know the past five generations of games that you've played? They all just got destroyed. Yeah, with the Meteor? Yeah. Yeah, and it was your fault. You destroyed them. Thanks. Well, I think they were destroyed already, and then this meteor would also destroy yours, but you could stop it because you had Mega Evolution by by am having I, Mega Rayquaza. Am I misremembering? I thought it was redirected. Maybe it was. I, I feel like it was redirected into a wormhole. Let me... I genuinely don't remember. It's been... I've literally never played it over again. I this have, is why we need like, to have a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Yes. I've forgotten so much about Pokemon, even though I only spent like two years playing Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. I haven't played it in two years. Sorry, now I'm desperately looking for an answer to this question. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. While the dimensional shifter may be may indeed be their planet's best hope for being saved, it could also be an equally terrible tragedy for another planet. Yeah, huh. yeah, um, and I always took that implication of oh, oops, that the mechanism of mega evolution also brings about distortions in the world, and that another world exists much like their own yet also different. Suggests that in the other world, mega evolution is unknown. The war three thousand years ago never happened, and the ultimate weapon was never built. 
Um, oh, so they don't send it into another dimension. Oh, they don't. Because they destroy the dimensional shifter. I could have sworn the other dimension was still destroyed. I don't remember. Maybe it's time to play that game again. Yeah. I, I've always hesitated because I spent like 100 hours uh, hatching eggs, and I'm really proud of that statistic for some reason. We were, uh, Charlie and Crash and I were all doing this like run through of ORAS where we had hacked it to do, um, yes. like, like a, a weak randomization of like keeping things like vaguely level correct and all like trainers would like have themes. Ooh. So like, you know, if you fought a gym leader, the gym leader would have like a, a fire theme or whatever. Hmm. Uh, and also every battle was a double battle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and I had an illegal why not that learned a move that could do damage. I taught my why not cut because it could learn any HM. Ah. I also had an illegal why not, I believe, uh, after Cassidy had one. Mm-hmm. I-, I let everybody realize, oh no, you can have illegal Pokemon in this. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then I accidentally deleted all of my save data. Aw. Uh, so. I believe the one I was playing... Did I, did I start playing it on this one or a different computer? It was on the other computer, and yeah. I don't know if you ever got the data over. I have the data, I just wasn't able to figure out how to open it up on this computer, so I haven't played it or looked at it since then. Maybe we should reconsider that idea, because, um, bees, what we were doing is after every gym battle, we'd wait until everybody else finished, or at least the other people, another person finished the gym. Yes. Um, and we would, uh... We would use Citrus' ability to do online play and battle each other. Ooh. And we kept track of who would win after each gym. Gotcha. Yes. I uh, and then I also had a rule that I times. I had a rule that I was using that I think Crash also picked up, where after every gym, I would bench a, a Pokemon that earned its retirement. Aw. So if a Pokemon did really good in a gym, it gets to go have fun on Pokemon Island. Yes. I remember that. I don't know if I did it as well. I can't remember. But I, I want to finish my my sword run with my random monotypes first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we can return. We should talk more about uh, Scooby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Where were we? the heck were we? <laughs> um, <laughs> Daphne's taking up the boardwalk and is talking to Mr. Monkfish. Oh, yes. yeah. And then Mr. Monkfish had his picture taken. And so his assistant Mitzi talks to Daphne. Yes. Um, and Mitzi uh, is a local, and she says that the pirates looked just like how uh, Rob Holdout used to describe them when he did old tours before he was in that bumper car accident that yep. hurt his leg. Oh, what happened to the bumper car accident, you might ask? Well, a bumper car bumped his bumper car, and then it just drove away. A horrible accident. Apparently, he used to recite a poem on the missing treasure. Yes, the parrots on the ship used to have a poem, and so yes. he told her the poem. Yes. Poem it, being, oh, if you would like to say it, you can. I've got it. I, I had to double check multiple times with what she was saying. If oh, ye be looking yeah. to get rich quick, then climb aboard the salty brick. Go on bow, tip our hats, respect great treasure, and at dawn, shake hands for good measure. It's that second half that just bugs me that it's not- It's bad in meter it's, it's yeah, bad it's, it's bad it's just like uh, let me just just write words it's fine just make it rhyme a little bit i guess i it's fine it's like ugh. um like the first half was like decent is yeah the thing. yeah they could have put in a lot more effort but they just they wanted the mechanics of the uh quote-unquote riddle 
Mm-hmm. Um, a mostly and, unnecessary riddle. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes sense why it's there. Yeah. It needs to give, you know, people motivation. Yeah. Um, so Daphne asks Mitzi a bunch of questions, um, kind of leading questions about Mr. Monkfish. But Mitzi is like, oh, no, he's fine. He, he could be. Uh, I didn't write down all of his uh, terrible qualities, but she has a lot oh. of them. Also, yeah. um, the pirates from that morning also said nothing about the treasure and just said that the bash was over. Yes. We do cut back to Monkfish and he fires all of the people who are supposed to take his, his pictures and he just takes pictures of himself instead. Yeah, he, he's, he's very clearly a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Mitzi has, the, has this bit of where it's just constantly just like, where Daffy would say like, oh, Rob Holdout? And she, she'd just be like, Where? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or poem? Where? Here. Um, we cut to Fred and Velma, who are struggling at the party to try to have fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't just don't have any ideas. Yeah. And they're about to leave when Velma accidentally bumps into someone and has to hop around to regain her balance, which other teens think is a dance move. Yes. And Velma was about to say, no, it's not. But Fred calls it the jinky. Yeah. Yes. A dance move from Upper Cool Town. They should have just said Coolsville. Yeah. It I... sounds perfectly made up. It really does. And here's the thing is that they have a moment where they go, go like, uh, like that hesitation. I'm about to make up a fake name. It would have been so funny if they had done that hesitation and then said the actual name that's been used in the past. Yeah. It would have been so funny, but it was just missed. Missed opportunity. Also, the fact that they specify Upper Cool Town afterwards, they're like, yeah, Cool Town, Upper Cool Town. It's like, you should have, you could have had like a joke there where they say Cool Town. It's like, oh yeah, we're from Cool Town. We haven't seen this. You know, just do the Simpsons thing. Well, I'm from Utica and I, uh, I've never heard of steamed clams or steamed hams, rather. (laughs) I'm um, Utica, no. And now there's a dance song number. Yeah, about the jinky dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, Chad and Chrissy are mad about this. Everyone is having a blast. Yeah. Except for, for Chad, Chad and Chrissy. And, Chrissy. Uh, um, and also everybody who's doing the dance is just smashing into things, yeah. breaking it. Yes. Because that's what Velma did when she first created the dance. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. Um... There's a really nice moment here where Chad and Chrissy are about to leave and are just bad-mouthing the whole situation. And the teens around them are like, oh, we don't really want to go with you. And they actually stand up to them because they've been yeah. being jerks. It was really nice. Sorry, I had to take a moment because I want to take a sip of my coffee and managed to pour some of it directly down my shirt. Oh, oh no! no! Cassidy! I've this is the you. problem with having like just like a little, just enough to like lift the shirt off your chest, <laughs> is that things can fall down there now. Oh no! Yeah, that's the that's the curse. Uh, anyways, yes, they um they leave and the music starts back up. Uh, them being Chad and Chrissy. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby can't find any food in the galley and hear noises, and then the pirates show up Finally. for the first time within. For like a whole 30 minutes, we don't see any monster, and now we finally see monster 30 minutes in. Yep. It's interesting because the way that this film started the film, they did a, a cut scare. Scare mm-hmm. cut. There's a specific word for it that I don't care about. Um, uh, the beginning of an episode of Martin Mystery. Yeah. And it took so long for us to finally see the monster because they 
did that particular cut the way they did. Usually, mm-hmm. we would at least get a an intro with the baddie of the mm-hmm. of the the movie. But like we the didn't. Old cowboy Shaggy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyways, Shaggy has to get chased out of the galley and back onto the tour, and the tour guide is unimpressed about the pirates before being thrown overboard out of porthole. This is another use for ports. Yeah. Hole. Portholes, yes. <laughs> um, um, Sh- Shaggy and Scooby have another classic uh, interrupting chase distra- distraction scene. Yes, they, uh, they, they do a this old house joke. A series that is only 10 years younger than Scooby-Doo is still going on and was referenced in Gex 2 Enter the Gecko. <laughs> oh. I didn't even catch that it was a reference. I thought it was just generic. Yeah, they said, well, uh, they said, welcome to this old boat. That's oh. funny. I was surprised to see the one that show was still going. It, it started in 79 and it is like, it is still going. Wow. I guess there's plenty of old houses. I don't know anything about the show. Uh, I'm, well, so I'm assuming if it's anything like the joke that they're doing here, it's a, one of those home remodeling shows, like yeah. the Property Brothers. Um, they get the pirates to to break open a hole in the wall with a sledgehammer so they can jump out and escape. Yes, yeah. and then the and pirates they, take off the ship. Yeah, they raise anchor and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne visits the lounge and sees Fred and Velma dancing. And Daphne is trying to tell them about what she found, but they refuse to hear any of it. They're not interested. Mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby also show up, and then so do the pirates. Hey, um, dog. And dog. Hey, films. Fred man. <laughs> I need to write down the line, you being a total Fred. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. Fred. <laughs> God, what was the joke that I wrote down that did make me like have a legitimate laugh? It was uh, the, um, uh, the Mitzi one. Uh, my friends call me Mitzi because that's my first name. Yes, that when, when she was talking to Daphne. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, Miss So and So." Yeah, no, you can call me Mitzi. Uh, my friends call me Mitzi because that's my first name. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it was like it was the first line of this movie to get me to legitimately laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daphne. Okay, no, we got that. Uh, the pirates. Uh. Okay, sorry, out of order. Shaggy and Scooby arrive at the lounge, uh, yelling about the pirates, and the pirates have followed them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we get a little bit more chase sequence uh, and stuff. Yeah, it scares all the teens off, and the gangs run around. The gang runs around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the couple of teams before the previously mentioned Brenda and Tommy are there. They, they're hanging out. They've been hanging out with Fred and Velma. Yeah. Uh, they drop a net, but it doesn't really help much. And then the gang hides for long enough for the pirates to leave, and the power is out, and Brenda and Tommy are gone. Yes, they get taken. Fred accuses Shaggy and Scooby of bringing the pirates, but Shaggy and Scooby were like, Hey, I saw them sail off in a boat. Weird. Velma, Velma has no idea how they showed up so fast, if they were out on the boat, and yeah. the gang starts to fight a bit, and then the elder holdouts, because they're back at the hotel now, tell them that teamwork will make the dream work. <laughs> Um, and they were confused about the possibility of missing teens because they're like, missing teens? That doesn't sound right. You say they stole a boat? That's fine. Missing teens? Hmm. Um, and they say they'll let the sheriff know. Yeah. yeah. We get a little uh, bit more backstory about the pirates uh, from the hold- holdouts. Yeah, Daphne asked if Rob remembers that poem and he's like, sure don't. <laughs> uh, 
We get a little bit more arguing between the gang as they're going to uh, their rooms. Yes. Yeah, Fred and Velma have to wake up early so they can go to a limbo contest. And later, what, later to which Shaggy <laughs> says, what's the point of a limbo contest? We all bend at the same height. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Lego. Lego figures. I love yes. Lego humor so much. It's so good. It's so funny. There's a joke earlier about uh, snapping your fingers and then everybody saying, we don't, we don't have, have fingers. fingers. Even to though- which I say, Legos do have fingers, they just have two of them. It's yeah. so funny, too, because earlier in the film, I think it was in the intro sequence, they were snapping their fingers by flicking the two pieces of claw against each yeah. other. And I'm like, but, but you already used that joke by not having it be a joke. It was just a regular thing. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, so as the they go back to their rooms and everybody's still arguing, Scooby accidentally finds a secret passageway that leads between the rooms and can yes. peek in on them. Um, Velma says that she just wanted to feel wanted to feel fun longer, and Shaggy says that he and Scooby should just sleep in the van, and that's when he finally realizes that Scooby is not in the room anymore. And both sides of the gang hear him respond and find the secret passages, and they decide to explore what are said to be the secret passages from the pirate times. As they walk around, they overhear and see the owners uh, scolding their children, and yes. they send the kids off and say they have work to do, because at one point, the Scooby gets his tail stepped on or whatever, and he lets out a noise, and just like, oh, hmm, must have just been something in the walls. It's just the wind, you know? That wind mm-hmm. always making noise. Uh, and the gang decides to go back to, but end up getting lost in the tunnels. Yes. They follow the tunnels and eventually find a, a light, uh, showing another peeking through a, a painting in the police station where they see the cops building a couch. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, in the middle of the night, which is yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta build a couch at midnight. Yeah. Another noise gets made here and the cops are just like, Huh, must have been something outside. Let's go take a well, look. Well, specifically, the noise here is that Shaggy pushes the button to try to leave because they don't want to. He want, doesn't want to be in there anymore. And Vela, Daphne, and Fred all flip to the other side of the wall, and they panic and press the button again and flip back over. Mm-hmm. And that's the noise. Yep. They completely miss that whole thing that's happening. And so the cows put the couch in front of the where the painting is, and so it no longer works as an exit. Yep. Blocks the box the way. Um, so they find another exit. Shaggy's losing it on the way, and they spot a crab, which they follow to a cave where the pirate ship is being held. Uh, it's in a cave that is only accessible during low tide. Yes. Shaggy and Scooby understandably do not want to go on into this room because it is late and they are hungry. Um, but are convinced with supposedly three Scooby snacks. However, Shaggy definitely eats more than three Scooby snacks. Yeah, he just starts chowing down on that box. They get the whole box. They're hungry. Um, I understand. Mm-hmm. They go onto the salty brick and find Brenda and Tommy, who are tied on the mast. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. That's a, that's a fun joke for me and Charlie and like three other people who I don't think listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, we find out that it's actually Dawn, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think it was implied throughout them walking, but I'm just like, good God, they really did walk the entire night, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, Tommy and Brenda are sent to go get get help 
and Fred is planning on a trap. Yep, he sends Shaggy to go take wood from the walkway. And they do that, but they take the wood with them to the other side. Yeah, and they take they the walkway. walkway to, yeah, they don't have a walkway to walk back on. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter because the ghosts the show, show up, up right behind yeah. them. Yep. Um, and they immediately just kind of build up uh, the bridge yeah, again. They, they throw all the planks back down onto yeah. the walkway. Because so they're they just Lego across. pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we get another part- song. Yeah, this this music is not a good chase song. Eh. And also, there's no sound effects ho- heard over it, which is normally what they do. They normally play the sound effects still. Very strange. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, uh, the gang gets caught in their own net and are sentenced to walk the plank. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all apologize to each other as they do so, and then Brenda and Tommy come up below with a speedboat. Yeah, so the gang yeah. breaks the plank off and uses it as a makeshift wakeboard to get onto the boat. And then they escape the cave as the ship just smashes through the entrance. Yeah, yeah. low tide didn't matter. Yeah. If this had been an actual uh, old ship, it would have uh, created splinters in driftwood. If this was an actual Lego set, the mast would have broken off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think the rock isn't even Lego, is it? No. It's just a rock. It's just a rock. I didn't even notice that. It's not that. just a rock. <laughs> It's a folder. <laughs> I think that line is actually flipped. Because <laughs> I'm trying to continue it in my head. Yeah, I think it, it made the yeah. It's a rock! That's that's the line. Okay, sorry. Oh, they used to ride stuff. these babies for, for miles. miles. Uh, um, <laughs> they also are getting shot at uh, by the pirate ship. Yes! Yeah. Actual so they, cannonballs. Yeah, they, get, they get to the to the shore and the rest of the teens that were on the beach were like hey it's those pirates let's get them and they throw like little like wooden spear type things at them and they all just like fall in the water before they get to the boat i'm pretty sure there's just a bunch of oars from like boats yeah Yeah. it's the thought that counts i guess uh and then the pirates just open fire on the boardwalk destroying so much stuff yeah (laughs) it's uh at one point the gang are just driving bumper cars down the street um, and the pirates knock down the hotel sign and leave. That night, a plane flies a sign that just says, all is lost. <laughs> yes! And there's a sad bonfire. Uh, the gang apologizes to the elder holdouts, and they say they won't rebuild and agreed to sell the land tomorrow morning. Yep. And Monkfish shows up to rub it in their faces. He's a jerk. He, he praises jerk. the pirates and is a total dingbat, and at this point, Mitzi has just, like, had enough and blows up on him. Yeah. Uh... Shout out to Mitzi. Heck yeah. You were like the daughter I never had. You have have three three daughters. daughters. Huh, that's a lot. (laughs) You're like the fourth daughter I never had. (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) This is a good movie. Uh, Just a lot of good lines involving uh, Monkfish and Mitzi. Yeah, he's very, it's, it's. He's the kind of red herring where it's very, very clear that it's over the top. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, I know that okay yeah he's he's not he's not behind it because he's just that much of a dingbat. Yeah, there's a line he says later that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Anyways, also uh, the concept is like this being like okay, we're gonna sign the paperwork in the morning is it very similar to the setup from the last Lego movie? It is, isn't it? Uh. 
Anyways, the holdouts head out for the night, but not before Chad and Chrissy get to be rude about being captains for life. Yep. Yeah, because uh, there's reminds... no more. There's no uh, more bingo bash anymore. Yeah. Yep. That was the last year's was the last one, and now they're for life. Uh, Fred reminds all the teens not to be so down because there is one more day, and they still need to crown the captains. Because um, he has a plan. The the next day, Shaggy and Scooby fly the plane to get everybody down to the pier for the ceremony. Get down here. Sorry, cat. No dogs allowed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the paperwork is signed, and Monkfish is mad about seeing them using the pier without his permission. Yes. At the end of the ceremony, or at the ceremony, Fred is clearly planning to use Brenda and Tommy as bait and is preparing them for the trap. And then a pirate ship just drives through the pier yep. as the ceremony starts. Uh, the pirates jump onto the stage and are going to put an end to all of it. But they don't go after the bait, but rather after Fred and Velma, who they think would obviously be the choices to win. Because yeah. everybody keeps listening to them. Yeah. Logical. Until the gang gets chased because it sort of throws a wrench in their plan. Um, but Shaggy and Scooby are providing cover support with Scooby just machine firing Scooby snacks out of his mouth. Yeah. I When I first saw this, I'm like, is Shaggy shooting a gun from this plane and then i realized it was scooby shooting scooby snacks and i'm like oh okay <laughs> i thought scooby was just going to recreate that one scene from indiana jones where the older jones uh accidentally shoots out the plane the tail of his own plane and just lies <laughs> and says they got us <laughs> that would have been funny mm-hmm. um, but they uh, get but shot no. at they get yeah, shot they... down by, was it ice cream or cotton candy? I thought it was cotton candy. I thought it was ice cream. It, like, gets all wet like ice cream, but to me it made more sense to be cotton candy, because cotton candy's all sticky. Yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't just melt. Um, But regardless, it's some sort of sugary substance that you would find at a pier. Yeah, and it gets caught in the uh, r- rudder? The propeller. Propeller. Rudder is something different. It's the steering device on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. I don't know. Um, that's so funny. I don't know either. I'm very tired. Uh, the gang gets on a Ferris wheel, which buys them some time to formulate a plan because it's just a Ferris wheel and no one can get you. Yeah. Uh, Velma gets an idea involving the roller coaster, so she gives uh, Shaggy and Scooby her and Fred's hair pieces to trick the pirates onto the roller coaster. And then they detach the cars from behind them, sending the pirates flying backwards down the track as they go forward. And then they collide, but then the pirate train car survives and just pushes Shaggy and Scooby are standing on a wheel piece. Uh, basically, they just keep going around the track several times as, it's just, as it just slowly falls apart. Yep. Um, Fred adjusts the track to send them flying towards the Ferris wheel, Uh where Shaggy and Scooby get caught by Daphne and the pirates bounce off and land in a net on the stage by Velma. And this is where they would unmask the pirates, revealing Chad, Chad and Chrissy. The parents are there and are upset. And the thing is that the kids just refuse to let go of their titles. Velma points out, however, that the pirates' motivation is unclear because at first they just wanted their hats and then they just sort of stopped try- tried to stop the bash entirely. Uh, and they also pointed out that the teens and pirates were in different spots simultaneously. So clearly they didn't work alone. Especially uh, after Rob told her that teamwork would make things go better. And she noticed that one set of pirates was slower than the other. 
and that Bingo swapped her hook from one hand to the other between appearances. And there's only two people in town who know enough about this his this town's history to know about the pirates and the tunnels and the treasure. And it's not the museum guide. The museum um, guide, um, is, is like, he'll never take me alive, and then jumps into the ocean. No, not him. <laughs> uh, it was Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Holdout. Holdout. Uh, Mrs. Holdout is left-handed, and Mr. Holdout has all the knowledge and wasn't surprised that the ship had been stolen, but was surprised about the missing teens. Rob also said he'd see the boardwalk destroyed before they sold it, and here it is. It's destroyed. Yep, and they sold it. He blames his kids for failing his plan that he was taking a year to to decide on, cause, or actually over a year, because he rigged it so that way his kids would get voted captain the first time. By just sort of, like, making everything on the boardwalk free. Uh, and then he could use the hats to find the treasure. It didn't work, because they kept trying, but, uh, so they, uh, they stole the hats so they could keep trying after that year. However, the kids took it too far, what with the kidnapping at all. So they destroyed everything to hide the evidence, and then sold it to come out with at least some money. It doesn't explain how the coaster got sabotaged, and Daphne knows it, but isn't allowed to give a long-winded speech about it. Uh, she just like, all right, fine. It was the cops. Yeah. They used parts of the ride to make the couch. And because Lego. Monkfish, yes. And Monkfish is like, wow, even I'm surprised I didn't commit any of these crimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cops say, who can even arrest us? We're the only cops. Oh. And this is the moment where I look at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, the cop from the beginning who was super incompetent. Shows up. Yeah, he's handcuffed to the mummy man from before. He's like, well, the mummy man made it just sound like it was so much fun. Yeah. And he said he'd go to jail after. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's there to arrest them all. And uh, he has to be convinced to do it by the mummy man. Yeah. Because he was like, I don't know. They're that sounds like a, a lot date. of paperwork. They're on a date. They are on a date. They're, They're very much on a date. <laughs> like, there's even like another part where he's like... <laughs> It's like, oh, what am I going to do with you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to arrest you. I just really yeah. appreciate that th- there's this, this this moment when he's arresting all the others. He doesn't do anything to the others. The others just go with him. Yeah, he's just they like, They just all walk right. with him. You're going to have to all squeeze into the back of my car. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, we find out uh, the, the treasure, right? Yeah, yeah, Velma, Velma's like, all right, there's one last thing we gotta do. We gotta find the treasure. Yeah. So, um, uh, Brenda, Tommy, take these hats. You're gonna tip them to the bow of the ship. Not, 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 that's not how you're, you're not supposed to, like, bow, like, bowing. You're supposed to bow, like, tip to the bow, like, the bow yeah. of the ship, where the oh, figurehead yes. is. I forgot about this part. <laughs> and it makes, it makes the ship blink. Yeah. Which is certainly something. It's just, Yeah. Certainly um, is something. Uh, and then the other thing was shaking hands at dawn. And, well, it's, it's nighttime. It, it would it, be ten hours from it, now. It's it's the Roman goddess Aurora. Goddess of the dawn. Goddess of the dawn. So you just gotta shake her hands. Yeah. Um, and it just opens up the front of the boat and just money. Or by money, I mean jewels just come pouring out. Legos. Lego jewels. You know. You know the kind. Lego jewels, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vilma's like, there's probably enough here to repair the boardwalk. And it's like, well, Monkfish is the one that owns the boardwalk now, though. 
And he's like, fine, I'll just, I'll give it back. Uh, not to the people who got arrested, obviously. I think he's just giving it back to the town. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, there's been enough bad guys today as it is. Uh, Tommy and Brenda give Fred and Velma the bash hats because they never gave up on the party. But they give them to Daphne and Shaggy and also technically Scooby-Doo, but there's only the two hats. They can just share one. <laughs> mm-hmm, they literally do. Uh, and then party time happens as music plays and people dance. scooby dooby doo And that's it. That's all. That's, that's all, folks. folks. The wrong thing. You've been outvoted. Two to three. Uh, I guess so. I Aha. guess we're talking about Looney Tunes back in action next. Alright. I'll come back for it. Um, so, there's something very interesting regarding the rankings of this particular movie. Yeah. Smack in the middle ish uh of our no, current smack list. in the middle basically yeah basically smack in the middle of our current uh standings is lego scooby-doo haunted hollywood and um i think i like haunted hollywood more really okay yeah i just they both have that thing where it's like okay this is just a generic scooby-doo movie in a way mm-hmm. um and i liked sort of like the stuff that was behind the scenes of the haunted hollywood one more Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, more of a motivation in a way. Yeah. Yeah, there was more motivation. Also, I think they Haunted Hollywood had m- more red herrings? Um, I don't know about that. I think there was actually less people in it. Because hmm. there was the gang, there was the person who owned the place, there was the uh, the kid who worked at all the stuff. Oh, yeah. There was the guy who wanted to buy it, and then the lady who worked there. Gotcha. Okay. And that was basically it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Haunted Hollywood being better. What do you think, Charlie? Oh, me? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've never seen this other movie. That's cool. Uh, so, I... <laughs> I, will fo- I mean, I enjoyed this movie. But it, I, I will follow your lead. <laughs> Alright, well, if we say that it's not as good, we get to do the funny thing where we compare it to another movie that Charlie was here for. Hey. Oh! Which was Scooby-Doo Alien Invaders. A million years ago. Oh, yeah. So many years ago. First time Charlie appeared. No, that was not, for no, the witches. Second time. Second time Charlie appeared. The time we tried to buy a helicopter. Yes. Oh, yeah! Yeah, the first time I was here was the witch's ghost. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I always just feel like it's early because it's all that movie came out around the same time as Witch's Ghost. But so my brain was like, oh, that must have been pretty early. Well, yeah. I associate it as early because Cyber Chase and Alien Vaders are basically one movie in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's shockingly, it was like a May movie and a May movie for Cyber Chase and Alien Invaders, which is odd. Um, I like we had like movie. a one time per rule, one time per year rule back then. Did we? Sort of. Is this movie better than Alien Invaders? Um, well, instead of trying to buy a a helicopter, we did just talk about Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't compare it to the episode. The episode was amazing, but the movie? I I I think I liked it more than any invaders. Yeah, I agree with you. I kind of like the the Scooby-Doo-ness of it more than the alien invaders version of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. I think it's more solid of a plot. If that makes sense. Gasp. For a given value of plot. Yeah. I get it. 
All right. Um, we're hitting all the hits today. How does it compare to Scooby-Doo Zombie Island? I don't remember much of my thoughts on Zombie Island. I just remember that apparently I said at least they didn't blame it on swamp gas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that I just generally have a low opinion of Zombie Island compared to the general consensus. So I'm willing to say better. Hmm. I am thinking better. Charlie, what do you think? Yeah, I'll go with better. Okay. Alright, how about compared to Scooby-Doo 2002? Hey, dog. And, uh... Dog? Dog. Sorry, Lava, before we started the recording, was like, Fred trying to be fun is reminding me of Fred being cool from Scooby-Doo 2002. Yeah, when he was possessed. (laughs) Yeah, And that's the the only line you really need to... That's of note from, from that scene. I tried to remember the rest of it, and I was like, I don't care enough to bother remembering. Because it was, it was very un, 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 uninspired. Uninspired, Unlike a dog yes. and a dog. Yeah. I think this Fred was more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Although he also didn't wasn't write possessed. a book called The Many Faces of Me. Yeah, that's Fred true. on Fred, The Many Faces of Me. <laughs> I think it's interesting. The characterization of Fred has changed, I feel like, a lot. In that he's more, he's got more character and more of a gimmick to him. You probably have a lot more uh, thoughts on this than I do, because considering I've never watched the actual series with the characters. Well, okay, so here's what I'll say about modern characterizations. Like in the in the even the more newer stuff, it's it's gone back to sort of how it was, where he's kind of just like the the everyman. Mm-hmm. But in Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, um, he was very much like. Mind empty only traps. Mm-hmm. Uh, until he had his arc where he realized, where <laughs> he was trying to understand feelings, oh, and emotions, and the concept of love, mm-hmm. and what it means to be a man, and all that stuff. Interesting. Um, he throws his phone into the ocean. I finally found the meaning of life. Wait, one thing. <laughs> Uh, this is that's the show where there's the the picture of Fred just saying I'm not a man anymore. <laughs> Fuck. You've seen that, right? I don't think I've seen this. That's incredibly funny. I will oh, say. Oh, sorry. No, it, it wasn't even. I'm not a man. It's I'm not a guy anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's even funnier. Because <laughs> he was like, he's like. You know, grappling with the concepts of toxic masculinity, but they didn't say that because mm-hmm. he's just like, "Well, guys don't do that." Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Here's here's the line. I've got great news. I'm not a guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I'm so proud of Fred coming out. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm gonna say better than Scooby Doo 2002. Because I like Fred's characterization more in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a nice um, flavor to his characterization of he's he's really into not just traps but also yeah I like the idea of him being more like Velma aspected yeah I like him um, being a nerd it's fun yeah this is something that actually doesn't happen much because like even in Mystery Incorporated where he's really about traps he's very dumb about literally everything else and is a soccer player and stuff like that. And also on the wrestling team, I think, at some point. 
Yeah. I think Fred deserves to be more nerdy than he is uh, a jock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so I know, I know, technically speaking, we should be comparing this to Mask of the Blue Falcon. But? But I think we need to compare it to Pirates Ahoy. Okay. Okay. We can do that. Pirates of the Hoy is the movie where they went on the cruise that was a mystery cruise with uh, Fred's family. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and they solved a bunch of mysteries there, ruining the mystery cruise for everyone. Um, and then pirates uh, boarded the ship and they sailed into like that spooky zone. Mm-hmm. Bermuda where, Triangle. Yeah, where the meteor fell. Yeah. Okay, I know uh, the, the reason why I brought this up is because... Pirates. Pirates. I think it's actually um, Pirates Ahoy is better because wasn't it there more pirates? There were more pirates and there was hypnotism involved, I think. That's right. Yes. Wasn't there a a kraken squid? Yeah, I think that was like part of the hypnotism is that it made people think there was a kraken, but there wasn't. Or like there was like a drone alien like UFO. Right. Okay, now we can compare it to Mask of the Blue Falcon. It's better than Mask of the Blue Falcon. Okay. I'm the Mask of the Blue Falcon stand here. I think I've I've gone back and sort of thought about Mask of the Blue Falcon, and I don't think I like it as much. Ah. Ooh. As evidence to this list. <clears throat> Sweet! We did it! Yay! It is over. Yep. <clears throat> now time for me to read the list. Here we go! Yeah. Monster of Mexico, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers, Return to Zombie Island, Scooby-Goes Hollywood, Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights, Samurai Sword, Frank and Creepy, Curse of the Lake Monster, WWE, Curse of the Speed Demon, Alien Invaders, Loch Ness Monster, Legend of the Vampire, Aloha, Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania, Mystery, Zombie Island, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo 2002, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Lego Scooby-Doo Blowout Beach Bash, Pirates Ahoy, Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood. Big Top, Curse of the 13th Ghost, Stage Fright, Scoob, Moon Monster Madness, School School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo the Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Legend of the Phantasaur, Shaggy's Showdown, Abracadabra, Va- Daphne and Velma, Kiss, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mommy, Chill Out, Scooby-Doo, Goblin King, Witches, Ghost, Camp Scare. Huh. Yay! Charlie. Me. Do your, um, promos. Yes. If you would like to talk to me, you can find me on Twitter over at Magical underscore Pride, or you can go listen to the podcast I do, like Precure Podcast Engage, which I do with Cassidy, where we talk about the entire Pretty Cure franchise, which you can find at Prepod Engage on Twitter, or you can go listen to other other pod where I play Phantom the Brain. Yes, my character has changed playbooks. I. I don't think I plugged other way last time I was on here because I don't know if that was a thing. Or maybe I did. I don't remember when I was last on this podcast. And you where... were last on here in September of 2020. All right. So I, other way was a thing. Okay. Yeah. So my, if you listen to the episode, you listen to this now. Phantom has changed playbooks. Uh, or you can go listen to Breathing Space Fading Frontier, which is a space western, western audio drama anthology. And I was on episode six, I believe called Wayfaring Changes, and I'll be writing for it next year. So go listen to it now so you can be prepared for that. And that is everything. I'm done. Yay. <laughs> Would you like to plug something you're not involved with? Uh, yes. What's a th- I'm trying to think of what I've been listening to lately that I'm not involved with, but like most of the things I listen to. I don't know if I should. My brain is like escaping me. You know what? If you like... 
otherwhere, and you like Breathing Space Fanny Frontier, you should go listen to the final product that Law of Names does that I'm not involved with, so... Uh, which is Arcadia, which is a also an audio drama about a small town in a mystery. You should go check it out. It's very good. And if you like fairies, I'm just saying, you'll probably be into it. Sounds cool. Uh, you can find the, the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog and Lava. You can find me on Twitter at Lava Bees, L A V A B E E S. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Madlobot, and it's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, where I have been tweeting whenever I go live with my Pokemon streams. Bees was on one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically the one where I took some bugs through the water gym. Yeah. I was really appreciative of that. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, and I, I do think Munchkin is gonna do it. I think Munchkin's gonna do the thing. Nice. On the fire gym, probably. Hell Actually, yeah. maybe not, because Mun- mm, Munchin is bug. Yeah. So maybe not. Yeah. I, I, I think... I think... Um, I think they can do God, it. what did I name the other one? Jerry. I think Jerry's got <laughs> it. I think Jerry's got it in the bag. Jerry, yeah. Yeah, Jerry's got it. Um, I think one day, one Pokemon game, I think I'm just going to be a bug trainer. That's Ooh. my goal. I love bugs over, so much. Over Astron, where it's bugs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It'd probably be the most doable in that. I mean, I don't. You'd have to get some bugs out from outside the game, unless you like hack it a bit to like open up the national decks early. But you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, also, I have my website, which is at metalbotanist.neocities.org. Same as with herhandle.neocities.org. It's got all of the podcasts that I've been on and that I that I do on there. Um, next month is Happy Halloween, Scooby Doo. Which we will be releasing probably on Halloween. Yeah, okay. I can I can get that done by a Sunday. Sunday is not out of our range of when it could go up. I have an Cassidy. Right, it's more of like I'll probably have it done by then, but like less of a. I, I try to get these out on the Saturdays, but if I put it up on a Sunday, it'll be fine. What's it going to compete against? Pre Pure Podcast Engage. Yes. <laughs> That's a joke because that podcast goes up on. Sundays. It does go usually. Usually, it's, most of the time it does. Sometimes, well, sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay. Yeah. I do uh, my best. Anyways, uh, that's it for this. Um, so un- until next month, or sorry, like I said, ne- we're coming back. Ho- happy Halloween, Scooby Doo! But until then, they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. And their dumb dog. Did you know that you could just say anything, Charlie? You didn't have to say that? I, no, I didn't know that. Would you like to say something else instead? Yes. You can make uh, a pirate joke. Trying to think of, I was trying to think of a pirate no, joke. I, I, wasn't doing I could give you a Psychonauts thing to read. <laughs> These cool teens were impressed by your new dance. Oh, that. Yes, it's a pretty popular move where we come from. Oh, where's that? Uh, Cool Town? Upper Cool Town. Sounds cool. Say, do you think you could show us how to do the jinky? Oh, uh, I, I guess. Gather round, everyone. There's a hip new dance you gotta see. Hey, tentacles, play something with a beat.
I'm so sorry. I, I didn't just, hear I, you. I got distracted. Well, I said 50. I apologize. But okay. Let's do that it's again. It's fine. It's fine. I think I was I understand. Talking. I think I, I was heard, I heard you say, let's call it back. I'm like. I didn't hear you at all because I was not paying any attention. Oops. <laughs> sorry, Cassidy. I love you. Sorry, Cassidy. I love, I love you. you. I love you too. Okay. Uh, let's clap at 30 then. Okay. Okay. 